Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat. Hi, I'm Paul Obby, your host today here on New Zealand Sports Radio. We're just under... Well, about 50 seconds to go until five o'clock. That's when we'll crack open the beer. I've got an old Spates, old Spates gold, gold medal ale here um, to crack open at five o'clock. Don't want to start too early when we're working from home, um, folks. So, yes, uh, 5 p.m. is the time. So hopefully you are getting towards the end of your working day with um, about 30 seconds left until you uh, go and uh, turn off that work email uh, and start winding down with us. Some of the stuff we'll talk about. Um, one Pacifica have named another couple of players. Um, there's uh, some news about uh, Sean Wainui's um, death. And also Sam Kane has had a chat about his rugby as well. So all of those things we will be talking about in about 10 seconds or so time um, after five o'clock. Um, don't forget also joins at 8 p.m. this evening where we'll look back at uh, the All Blacks and look forward to that Wales game. There you go. You heard me opening that can of beer because you know what? It is five o'clock and uh, giving it the uh, traditional pour to leave the gas in the glass. I know some of you don't like that, but hey, um, I enjoy it. So it's all good. Each to their own is what I say. So, folks, um, yes, Sam Kane has come out and uh, said that he is not ready for test match rugby or tier one test match rugby. Um, and so hence he won't be available for selection this coming weekend against Wales. Uh, he's hoping to uh, have himself in a better place to take part in the last two weekends of uh, games, which is obviously Ireland uh, against the All Blacks and followed by France versus the All Blacks at two mill crackers um, at the end of uh, the November tour um, with uh, Italy in between there, which he hasn't really mentioned. And I'm not sure whether he considers that to be a tier one game or not. It, obviously it is technically, um, but some, um, Let's be honest, it's one where we do think uh, that uh, the All Blacks will win that one comfortably. So um, interesting news there from uh, Sam Kane. Uh, he also mentioned that uh, yeah, he's been enjoying camper vanning um, down uh, in the uh, South Island, apparently. Um, so uh, cool for, for him on, uh, um, on that one as well, even though his golf apparently has not been uh, going um, quite so well. Um, and uh, folks, uh, I think uh, we're going to have a, 
uh, a sort of little advert here um, at this point because um, I have um, uh, released something recently. So I just want to show you that uh, if you like it, um, have, a, have a look. If you don't, then uh, no worries. I'll be gone. It'll be gone pretty quickly. Uh, just very quickly have. So um, this is brought to you by Kia Play, which is uh, uh, the new thing that myself and a friend try and set up where we've got some wooden horse stables. Uh, and uh, you can see there that uh, there is one available on the Trade Me. So if you're here in New Zealand, head over to Trade Me, search for wooden stable for Schlick horses um, and uh, have a look uh, at that. That's uh, something that myself and a friend um, have uh, put together. Uh, if uh, you have any kids that might like to uh, play with a um, with their horses and have a, uh, a cool stable um, to uh, to do so. Uh, and there's some photos on there. It doesn't come with the horses or the cats, folks. Anyway, um, uh, there we go. Um, uh, Josh says, um, uh, if Kane Foley wasn't ready for test rugby, then uh, why did he go on tour? Um, well, uh, basically because then he can um, play more rugby on tour and um, uh, I guess condition himself and uh, get ready uh, to play uh, test rugby. Um, uh, being here uh, in New Zealand, it wasn't going to be clear as to how much rugby he would necessarily get um, with the uh, whole COVID thing. Uh, let's um, uh, situation. Um, uh, let's be honest, uh, and uh, could have ended up um, being sort of in isolation here, not being able to get out for those last couple of tests. So that would be my reason. My, my guess as to why he's gone out there is to continue his rehab with them. Um, obviously, he just had that one game uh, in the Heartland Championship for King Country um, that uh, was against uh, Wong, uh, Wanganui um, there. So I think that was the uh, so I think that's probably why he has uh, uh, gone out there is to be with the um, All Blacks uh, fitness and conditioning people. Um, one of the things. Um, moving on to send some sad news. One of the things that has come to light um, is uh, that uh, the coroner um, has uh, been talking about um, uh, Sean Wainui's death and uh, it is apparently being treated as a uh, suspected suicide uh, in that one. Um, at the time uh, when it was announced, um, I thought it was a very good sign that we didn't have all of those uh, helpline numbers um, at the bottom of the articles, which we are doing now, because I'll be honest with you, uh, driving a car into a tree is one of the ways that I, or crashing a car is one of those I have considered uh, committing suicide in the past. And that unfortunately was one of the things that uh, sprung to my mind uh, when this happened, obviously have from personal um, experiences. Now, clearly I haven't done that and uh, I thankfully am alive. And so folks, um, if you need someone to, to reach out to, please, um, my DMs um, are always open. Um, so please do feel free to reach out. Uh, if you want to email me, paul at nzsportradio.com. Uh, whatever you say to me will be treated uh, with uh, confidentiality. If you need some speech and you don't have someone, then please do reach out. Um, it uh, does help just talking about it um, with someone, I can promise you. Um, it uh, will not solve everything, but it does help to share. Um, a problem shared is a problem half, as they say. I'm not sure it goes that far, um, but uh, just talking about it does help. So please do uh, reach out. It's extremely sad for his family and friends. Uh, if that is the case, um, it's not been confirmed either way. And uh, uh, that, um, I feel sad that he was hurting uh, so much that uh, if, if, if that is um, obviously um, the case. 
Um, so very sad news there. Um, as uh, um, as Joshua said, uh, for such a young guy with so much uh, um, in front of him, uh, with uh, a family and uh, having young kids, plus obviously also the rugby side um, uh, as well um, on that one. Um, so as Joshua uh, says in the live chat, you only get one, one go at it, folks. Please um, reach out. That is uh, very true. Um, I do have uh, Con joining me in uh, about um, four minutes, so uh, don't worry. It's uh, whilst I have been going through um, the things quite um, quickly um, today, uh, we'll be um, having a um, uh, a little bit uh, more um, to, uh, to to go on that one. Uh, as uh, uh, Jason McCook says, yeah, talking is always a good start. Um, look, folks, uh, if you want to hear about my mental health journey, you can go to um, YouTube. Um, and uh, I've done a number of videos you'll find on the Easier Sport Radio uh, YouTube channel um, around mental health. Just search for the, um, go to the playlists and you'll see the mental health on there. I talk about a number of topics um, there. So if you do, uh, I know some people have reached out and said they found them useful. Um, look, I'm no expert on this. I just talk from personal experience. So um, if you do need, if you do, what if you want to have, go and look at those and please feel free to do so. Uh, and get a better understanding about some of this stuff if you've not uh, maybe uh, if you've not experienced it and or if you are experiencing it then basically um, go and see someone else who has been through it to know you are not alone um, you are um, uh, you're not strange for feeling that way uh, it is a lot of people do feel this way uh, and uh, say talking is, um, is is always a good start as uh, Jason says on, um, on Facebook there um the other big news uh, that we're going to chat about is uh, going to be Moana Pacifica, um, or is that uh, Moana Hawks Bay? Um, uh, because uh, they uh, definitely are building some combinations uh, there in their squad. Um, we now have uh, um, players um, such we could be having sort of an Inari passing to uh, McClutchy, who might then uh, pass it into the midfield to Tuala, uh, who uh, gives it uh, an inside ball to... Um, uh, Viz and I, uh, who are coming from the uh, back three to score a try. Yes, uh, the two names that have been added to the Moana Pacifica squad are uh, Danny Tuala and um, Logali. Um, Viz and I uh, in there um, for uh, who have been added into that one. Those two players, both apparently of Samoan descent, which is why must uh, but uh, flagged with the New Zealand flags on the Hawks Bay uh, uh, Wikipedia. Um, a page, so hence it's one myself uh, and uh, Stephen Harris probably didn't spot them um, as potential players um, into uh, uh, the um, in, 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 into this squad. So a couple of ones that we that uh, have been rumoured over the last few days, but ones that we didn't pick up about two or three weeks ago when we did um, that show. Now, um, Josh was saying, "Are Hawks Bay building into a big power um, like the New Zealand Five?" Well. Um, we probably would have said something similar um, uh, about Bay of Plenty um, uh, over the last couple of years. Clearly, this year hasn't gone quite so well. Um, whether uh, obviously Clayton McMillan has moved on, they brought new coaches in. Uh, Clayton McMillan being the head coach of um, the uh, Chiefs. Um, I did ask him the other day whether, uh, with um, Razi Erasmus being a, um, a, a, a director of coaching and running the water, whether he'd have Gatlin doing it. Um, but he laughed and said, no, Gatlin would not be doing um, the running water for the Chiefs next year. Um, but look, 
uh, some of these things can come down to uh, just having the right coach. And, and if your coaches change, then you can uh, have a problem. Look at the way that Taranaki uh, have uh, suddenly uh, changed from being a side that's struggling over the last few years uh, to, to uh, arguably the form team or the best team in the NPC um, this year. Um, definitely that's the form team in the championship. Uh, and what's changed there? Well, really, the only change is that uh, they've changed, their, changed the uh, the coaching structure. So um, with the Hawks Bay about to um, well, basically lose their head coach at the end of the season as he heads over to be an assistant coach for the Western Force, um, will Hawks Bay um, be able to continue this or uh, is this them reaching for fruition uh, and uh, there'll be a bit of a decline or a bit of a uh, have a bit of a quiet period um, next up. Um, players like um, players have built um, this off, uh, even though he's um, injured. Is the other scrum half? I've gone blank. Oh dearie me, Fakatava. Thank you. Um, just remembered that name. So he uh, look clearly. There's a player. Uh, who may not play for Hawks Bay ever again because of All Blacks' commitments, um, as we've seen with Brad Weber, um, who has uh, disappeared um, as well. So um, you've got to. So it's uh, uh, is is this a a long term position for Hawks Bay? Uh, I don't know. Is the answer um, to that one? Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they do replace. Um, Mark, the head coach there, uh, Mark Ozich, um, adds, um, do they replace internally um, or do they go external? If they're going to do it internally, then look, a lot of the structures uh, and processes that they've played with currently, you'd expect to continue and for it to continue. But apparently, but uh, is he the guy, the mastermind there of it? Um, we've seen, as I say, Bay of Plenty totally replace their coaching setup um, and then struggle this year uh, is that because they brought in new defensive systems or new or, or new systems full stop uh, that the players just aren't used to uh, and are taking time to adapt to? So um, uh, I'm, I'm not um, sure um, on that one, um, but um, the uh, looking at uh, who are the big five currently? Uh, I mean, obviously Canterbury uh, would be in there, but uh, they're having a struggling season this season. Uh, Auckland would be. Uh, then you've um, uh, Adding uh, Waikato, who have uh, uh, been sort of up and down, had had a really good start, but then struggled the last couple of games. Uh, Tasman uh, would now be one of those, but wouldn't historically, because historically you'd have uh, Wellington and and um, Otago, basically where the um, Super Rugby franchises are. Obviously, Otago uh, in um, so, um, uh, in the championship. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure who the uh, the big five really are. Um, in that one, I say Tasman seemed to have set up a, a very good um, uh, system uh, that's bringing them uh, sustained success over a period of time. Uh, you've um, obviously Canterbury there, Auckland there, thereabouts, there, and uh, Waikato. And look, they were in the championship only three years ago now, I think it is, that they got promoted. So look, they, um, it, it is a, a cyclical thing um, on this one. Um, Thank you for um, uh, Joshua for bringing in some. Um, oh, actually, uh, Jason for bringing in a piece of news here, uh, saying that uh, Brett Cameron has signed for 2022 with the uh, Manawatu Turbos, and uh, that's a fantastic signing for them. Look, Brett Cameron has looked really good, 
at the turbos. Uh, got away from the shackles that are down there in uh, Canterbury um, and seems to be enjoying himself there. So um, I think he's off to Japan uh, in the off-season rather than Super Rugby. But uh, obviously that does, as it's played in the same, as the new Japanese professional league, we played in the same window as the um, Super Rugby. It does mean he could be available for MPC. And uh, Ancon, great to have you here. Um, Brett Cameron, a play I guess you've seen a few times. Uh, must be happy with the... Well, maybe it's sad to see him doing so well, actually, not not in red and black. Yeah, well, no need to call them the shackles of the Crusaders or Can- Canary, but uh, whatever you call them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, he's a good player. He's a good player. Um, and good on him. Good on the turbos for, for nabbing him. That's, um, that's cool. Um, so, yes, and uh, kind of interesting to see where um, the Crusaders will go for that, um, for their backup um, fly half with the, uh, Mitchell Hunt, obviously of Tasman down in the Highlanders. Uh, clearly, they've got some um, Richie Mwanga as their first choice. Um, but those backups, yeah, where are they going to come from? Mm. Um, because let's be honest, the Canterbury uh, fly halves have not been setting the world alight um, this year. And as I say, Tasman have got Mitchell Hunt there. So, yeah, some shopping for um, Scott to do there, I think. Yeah, I'd say so. I think um, there's some. They seem to be a team that does some outlandish appointments as well, um, or maybe some unexpected appointments. I mean, obviously, uh, our mate Pablo coming over. Uh, no one, pretty mm-hmm. even you guys didn't predict that, I suspect. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I even think like Digby, is it Digby Iwani? Digby Iwani, yes. When, when he came in, I was going, what the? I still don't get that appointment. I know he was injured, but I still don't really get it. I mean, he can, I hope he enjoyed his time over here because I don't think he spent much time on the pitch. But um, there has been the odd, unusual, unusual sort of uh, appointment. But um, Ready Ranger, so could be this season? Yep, it's true. So, but we could, you know, he might um, nab a, a, a old sort of. Um, Older, sorry, I should say, uh, you know, former former AB or something like that to come in, but I, I suspect they they would like to get a player that's a, you know a bit more of an up and comer because Richie Manga, you know, shit, who knows what he's going to can we count on him to be there for another four years? Probably, but maybe not, you know, particularly with injury. I need someone. Yeah. I mean, look, he's someone that the All Blacks are going to tell tell the Crusaders to rest as well. Let's be honest, um, he's yep. not going to be. Uh, he'll he'll be on a player management system. Uh, he'll be sort. up for a Japanese sabbatical. I mean, he's probably earned it. Uh, you know, like you know, um, getting a, a partial um, one year sort of sabbatical. I mean, he hasn't earned it in the same way that Kieran Reid and that have. But um, but uh, it'll be a few years away. He, he might be able to to grab that. Yeah, no. Exactly. I mean, if you look at the players who have done it, this done it recently. You've got player. I mean, obviously, Bowden Barrett did it. Uh, or uh, as um, TJ Perinara, well, he actually ended his contract and went over. He, his wasn't really sabbatical per se. Brody Retallick, I mean, all those players have been around a lot longer than Richard Mwanga, um, even Patrick Turbolosu, um as well, because he's got more years in that black jersey. So, uh, yeah, I, I would suggest he's got a couple of years, probably post Rugby World Cup. Yeah, um, would be my would be my guess. And um, and on um, on Richard Mwanga, just thought of this. It just popped into my head uh, while you were talking, Paul. Um, and uh, a, a couple of like a couple of years ago, I, I did an interview with Richard Munger, pretty random, but anyway. And he he kind of admitted that 
he would like to play for the Roosters. <laughs> so, wow, there we go. So, uh, yeah, so you hit you out. Yeah, like him and TJ, maybe him and TJ have been talking. But I got the feeling that, um, you know, he, he, he'd be. He'd be pretty good at the at the other code, I'd imagine, and um, and he's he, he he's a big fan of of, of league, and um, and you never know it could be one of those a different situations of TJ. He's doing pretty well, so I don't think that's going to happen in a hurry. But it, um, but that type of thing is going to happen more as the All Blacks need to keep players, but also give them the ability to, uh, I guess, have their own OEs, so to speak, or, or different types of arrangements. And uh, whether it's going to Japan, going to the UK for a year, getting some, getting some extra coin, or potentially playing for league. I'd imagine that would be their last <laughs> idea, you know, their last favourite <laughs> option. Um because wow. uh, of the injuries and everything like that, but you I was going to say, yeah, look, yeah, get, take 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 half a year off to 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 rest and recuperate the body. Head over to NRL. <laughs> yeah, 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 Japan or yeah, I'd imagine that's the last option. But if someone's if someone's committed enough, you know, we might get a sort of Michael the odd Michael Jordan going and playing baseball for a couple of years type arrangement with the All Blacks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, maybe we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. Wow. Uh, NRL. That, that that's a massive call. Um, I'm not sure that. Uh, yeah, we'll see. yeah. I don't think it's actually anyway, going to happen. Anyway, yeah. do that. But there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, Sonny Bill Williams is uh, yes. He uh, he got one. He he did. He got a year, didn't he? Well, yeah. He just didn't sign. He was, he, he was only signing one year contracts at the time. Now, I, right. I, and uh, the reason he was doing that, folks. I mean, a lot of a lot of people were were, were very kind of um, critical of him. But look. He signed a very long deal with the um, Bulldogs when he was very young, uh, and that burnt him. So, you, and you can understand how having been shackled like that, and, how, and the the um, the way he had to leave that, or the way the way he did leave that, mostly had to. Um, I can see why he would rest, would keep to one year contracts for a while. Uh, towards the end of his career, he did he did do a couple of year contracts. Yep. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I, I can see the uh, the emotional. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market reason why you wouldn't what why he took that route um there with that one but yeah I, I can't see players heading out to nrl it's just way too attritional and way too competitive but there you go um we'll see no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well we will see you true um little interesting one here joshua scott comes up with um around karevi uh and mcmahon um, not touring europe because their clubs have said no um, uh, the uh, Karevi one, I wasn't sure whether that was actually a club decision or whether that was a, a personal decision for himself that uh, he decided not to go on that piece because 
Uh, obviously, he'd been in the various bubbles that some um, uh, that the the Wallabies uh, had 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 to go through to to get through their uh, to get through the mid year games and, and the rugby championship, um, and obviously with him heading overseas, that uh, I thought he wanted some time um, with family before he disappeared. Um, so I thought that might be part of it rather than just purely um, on the that his club had said no. So um, interesting one there, if if that is the case. Um, that uh, and look the rugby Australia have decided that they want to work with the uh, Japanese clubs rather than try and um, have a confrontational relationship with them. Um, and uh, so, uh, look, it's uh, it's going to be a balancing act there around the, the difference between club and, um, and international rugby. Uh, and let's be honest, the Japanese league um, is um, probably the only league um, in the world that isn't funded by international handouts. Whereas uh, pretty much every single other league you can, oh, actually also Major League Rugby as well, sorry. Uh, that also doesn't. But uh, if you think of um, the Gallagher Premiership, they survive off, well, then A, they make a loss and B, they survive off RFU funding. Over in France, the uh, French Union hands down a lot of the Six Nations money, again, to the um, uh, to, to the leagues there. The, the whole of the URC is funded by Six Nations, obviously, except for South Africa, which is funded by the Rugby Championship, essentially. Um, and obviously, over in uh, Super Rugby Pacific, well, Super Rugby historically has not made any cash, uh, and that's been um, funded by All Blacks and Wallabies handouts, essentially. So, um, yeah, one of the few leagues in the world that isn't, uh, that that top league isn't, uh, is, fund is funded by companies, not by international rugby. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. It, it has a different driver um, than the other ones, which will be interesting to see. Mm. Um, yeah, Josh mentioned there's apparently that the Bulldogs had some sort of meth head culture. Yeah, and if you... Um, I think he means meathead, doesn't he? Or has he spe have you spelled it wrong? Oh, he's got meathead. There might be libel, Josh. Ah, sorry, I think might be meth, libel. Meth culture. Um, <laughs> now, look, if you, if you listen to the, 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 the standoff our rugby league show, they do say that yeah, one of the, uh, the the ticking time bombs or one of the issues that uh, the NRL has decided to basically bury its head in the sand is around drugs. Yeah. Um, so uh, more so cocaine than meths, to be honest. But um, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, I guess no, my, my, yeah, meathead culture, excessive drinking and drugging. Yeah, no, I think he actually meant meant meathead rather than meth head. Um, yeah. so yeah, I think cocaine probably rather than meth is the is the is the is the yeah the yeah. drug of choice. I'm saying you you might life. have a libel issue there, Paul. Call them Me? meth heads. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Sorry. just kidding. Don't worry. No, yeah. no one listens to this show anyway. Um, <laughs> so we're all good. We're all good. You've you've you've, you've got to actually cause some damage. You, know, you can only cause damage <laughs> if lots of people actually listen, right? Um, on that one. So um, uh, so yes. Uh, other news that came up in here, uh, yeah, Joshua Scott. Um, he's backing um, Joshuani to have a cracking um, uh, uh, campaign with the the, uh, the 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 Chiefs next year. Look, it's um, his on-field performances are not the issue, right? He can he can play. There's no two ways about it. He's an All Black for a reason. Um, the, the question marks are purely around off the field. Now, getting away from um, Dunedin and the university 
so-called party university lifestyle down there. Will that make a difference being up in uh, Hamilton? Um, I know a few people, a few of you are rather disparaging about uh, what goes on in this Tron and um, whether it is a boring city or not. But um, uh, but yeah, uh, Colin, what, 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 what do you think of his, uh, his uh, what do you expect from Josh next year? I don't think it's the Dunedin uh, location that um, is bringing him. Well, you know, I don't think it's the key thing to blame him. And it's uh, Dunedin's hardly Auckland, you know, um, or the uh, the great lights of uh, the terrace in Christchurch. Uh, I'm just kidding there. But um, but look, uh, you know, I think he he's he will grow up, you know, and and hopefully. Um, you know, get a bit more focused. It does have, it's happened before, um, not with everyone, but um, I think he's. Uh, you know, it's hard to say whether I agree with you, Josh. I, th- I think he's he's due for one, and I think he yeah, immaturity, as Jason says, um, he could. He's, he's a great player, and um, you know, I don't think he's uh, going to be our first choice. Uh, you know, number ten in New Zealand ever, but I think he could. Um, he could get himself back up to where he, you know, should be, uh, which is, well, somewhere between three and four or, or five or whatever it is at the moment. It's kind of complicated with the All Blacks and our number 10s, given we've got um, great players like uh, Demac and uh, and Geordie. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, I think he could be good. I'll, I'll be keeping a keen eye on him because, um, because, I, because I think the Chiefs have had a – they've had an interesting couple of seasons and – uh, at the beginning of last season, I was having a bit of a debate with my brothers about um, whether where the Chiefs were going to pick, and we do picks at the beginning of last season. Actually, uh, it was uh, this sorry this most recent season, uh, which is also last season, um, and where they think the Chiefs are going to be. And I said, look, I, I don't know. The Chiefs are just one of those teams where I can't pick them, and they were putting them in fourth or fifth position in New Zealand. And I was saying, I think they could be, you know, they could pip the pip the Blues and come in second and. Uh, and uh, that's how it went. So um, they are a team that could be, could be, you know, the well, they they had had such a poor second uh, second part of the previous season is why everyone thought they were going to do rubbish. But you know, um, I have more, I've got more expectation on them than I do the Blues this coming year, which is a bit cool. But that's what it is. I think they could do really well. Crusaders number one, of course, but uh, that, um, <laughs> that, that that crown can't last forever. Yes. Um, Jason, yeah, did did help with Tiger last week. Look, um, absolutely, and look, as I say, the problems for for Joshuani are not on the pitch. Uh, he can he can play. He's a player, absolutely. Um, there's no two ways about it. And uh, uh, yeah, and chatting to um, I did a get uh, with with his head coach um, Tom Donnelly the other week uh, when they were up um, up here up up at uh, Bay of Plenty. Yeah, he was very happy with. Um, uh, with with Josh on the pitch and, and uh, how he was performing um, was was, uh, was 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 cracking. Um, uh, some um, comments in here. Look, uh, Joshua, yeah, you're quite right about league. Look, it's a great game in its own right. It's different to rugby. It's just it's a different sport, just like football's a different sport. Um, but uh, so yeah, so our comments are around around that. But uh, so yeah, no, it, it is a cracking game on the pitch. Um, they've got a few issues off the pitch that they need to uh, sort out. Um, but then again, it's been like that forever. Um, cool. I think that's probably um, just everything that's that, that's been there. I mean, um, just want to catch your thoughts on um, Danny Tuala and um, Lolagi um, um, 
Liz and I uh, both uh, signing from Moana Pacifica today from uh, Hawke's Bay. That's, uh, uh, yeah, most of Hawke's Bay seems to be heading up to uh, to South Auckland um, for the first half of next year. Uh, your thoughts on those on those couple of signings? Yeah, look, I don't, I'm not going to pretend, <laughs> pretend to know a heck of a lot about them, to be honest, Paul, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm, it, 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 it made me actually do a little bit of a little bit of recon on them, so um, on those players, and I guess that's a, that's the good thing about this. I think um, how, how many are there? Many um, I, I saw a post just related, semi-related to this. Just to finish that, can, you know, they look like there's some good players. Um, I, I, I definitely um, have seen a few of them play, but just not that much. Um, so I might need to use your take your thermometer on that pool. But uh, have, have there been many players from uh, from from Taranaki that are heading heading to minor Pacifica yet? Because I, I enjoyed seeing that post on Twitter. I think it was Twitter or Facebook from the Taranaki <laughs> guy saying we've got a few Super Rugby players if anyone wants them, basically. But anyway, what do you what's your take on the on the signings, um, Paul? Even though you might have to repeat yourself from earlier. Oh, good. So I think, I think that two players who are clearly in one of the, one of the two form teams of the of the, uh, the moment. So two, two players who are in form, playing well. Part of the uh, Hurricanes setup. Look, um, let's be honest. Uh, centers and uh, back three players at the Hurricanes. Well, look, they're already stacked anyway. Trying to get just, just trying to break through there um, isn't easy, uh, and so not surprising that they've looked for other opportunities to get more game time. Um, the fact that both Samo have got both got Samoan heritage. Uh, means that some um, uh, allows them to do this as well. Uh, yeah. And again, um, where are they in the All Blacks pecking order compared to potentially Samoan pecking order if they want to play international rugby? So um, I think yeah, like, good signings for them, and also good signings for uh, for Moana Pacifica. You got uh, for, if look, this is effectively, effectively going to be a scratch side, right? Um, with uh, the NPC running up towards the end of January, um, meaning sorry, end of January, end of November, um, meaning that, that the players basically will probably not be able to do preseason until January. Means mm. that one of them is going to have a very short preseason. So having Enari, McClutchy, Tuala, uh, Vizanai as combinations that can start and know how each other play, I think could, um, is, is, a, is a smart move from, from that point of view. Clearly, Super Rugby is a step up from NPC, um, but um, uh, yeah, they're going to want some combinations that they can rely on early on, whilst they whilst they sort of bed in um, some of that and, and get and get the players to 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 know to know each other. So yeah, yeah I think it's good signing. And I think it is fair to say that um, it may be unfair to say, but it's true uh, that um, if this was just Super Rugby Aotearoa, Moana Pacifica, it would feel tough for them. Uh, the fact that they might have some slightly poorer or very, you know, reasonably poorer Australian teams, and offense through any Australian listeners, that will allow them to to have a bit more of a chance. And I'm thinking, you know, ideally the Waratahs are doing a bit better this year, but, you know, they have been poor, teams young and struggled. Um, obviously got the draw to, to, to play against as well. That might be a little bit more green. Uh, and then I guess the Rebels uh, have also struggled. So, uh, you know, the, there is a chance here, uh, given the, the the players that we're seeing, um, that minor Pacifica might struggle a bit against New Zealand's rugby teams. Um, but I think, uh, you know, 
love to be proven wrong there. It's just, you know, how, how usually given the time together uh, and um, and lack of prep and everything like that, uh, it could be tough. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd back them to pip, pip a couple of um, scalps over, over in Oz. Uh, look, Australian listeners, if you want to light up the old um, uh, Twitter replies and uh, the old live chats uh, uh, at Connor, yes, he is being totally offensive. Um, there come, is, at uh, there. Come, come at him. Um, look, um, it, all you do is look at the 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 way that Rugby uh, Trans Tasman went this year, and clearly, look, the, 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 we, we know the, the the established New Zealand sides are stronger than than, than the, um, the Australian ones. Um, I look, I mean, the force were out of Super Rugby, have come back in, and have to do a bit of rebuilding. Um, mm. The uh, the uh, the Rebels, it's uh, really. When they had a good season, it was when all their players were playing in, playing the NRC for the Victoria. Gone blink, gone blank. I want to call it the Melbourne Spirit, but I could be wrong oh, there. Right. Um, so the Melbourne team, and hence they had that continuity, had those combinations, now that continuity of time together, um, and that ceased to happen after that. And they kept on bringing in new players and too much change. Um, so they've not really had a settled side. For a while now, having new, a new coach um, with vessels heading back to South Africa isn't necessarily means they're going to have a settled one this time. But look, yeah, the, clearly, I, one of the things we can say, looking at the record of teams like the Force and the Rebels when they arrived in Super Rugby, it took a long time for them to become competitive, right? Moana Pacifica, Fiji and Drua are going to take time to get up to speed, right? So people who think they're going to be competitive from day one, they're not. Um, now, the Fiji injurer are aiming to make the finals. But you got to remember, the finals means top eight out of twelve teams. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. You don't even have to. Be in the, you don't even have to have a winning. Uh, you, you can have a losing record and make the finals. Absolutely. Um, so Although you could have a losing record in the old Super Rugby and make the finals, which some teams did. Uh, slightly losing, I think. Uh, one team got eighth in the old Super Rugby Super what, Super eighteen, I think it was, or maybe it was Super fifteen. Um, and uh, and managed to slip in. It might have been the cheaters or something like that, you know, managed to get eight. I could be wrong about that, but um, it was possible. Now it's going to be likely that three of the teams or two of the teams, two of the teams definitely will have a losing, um, uh, you know, record, which is, I guess, they've got an idea for what they want. They needed to, it was a compromise, and I suppose everyone loses in a compromise a little bit. So, yeah. But again, you look at something like uh, the NRL, for example. They've got 16 teams and half the teams make the finals, right? Um, so, yeah. folks, don't uh, uh, look. Yes, um, it's, it's 8 out of 12, so it's slightly more. It's, it's slightly more than half. So, a lot more. Um, it's okay, it's a lot more <laughs> double double um, the number of teams uh, um, don't, miss, don't get to go through in the NRL as they do in this one. But I take your point. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, it's, it, it's funny how people will bash Super Rugby formats and um whereas they'll go oh that's normal for nrl that's that's okay so folks look it's, it's not that different to nrl in some ways um so let's just get used to it and and uh, actually just enjoy the rugby rather than moan about the format I, I i always think in these cases that you know we it's very likely that we being in the board, around the board table having these discussions would actually arrive at the same conclusions and i always think that that the the former uh, Paul's shaking his head for the listener. The reason um, I'm shaking my head is I actually came up with a viable alternative format 
to uh, to this. But anyway, go on. Yeah, but if you were the dictator Tsar of uh, of New Zealand rugby or, or Sansa, yeah, you'd you'd get your way. But when you got sort of eight people and ten or twelve, you know, twelve unions with everyone's point of view, you got to find a compromise. And I always find um, find that the uh, the good old days of um, Super Rugby, people hated the conference system, and and when you had that web of that mess of lines on everything, it, it really sucked. But you could really understand how they got there. Teams, countries didn't the round robin didn't really work perfectly, um, given the travel and everything like that. And countries like New Zealand liked to play a home and away game against their you know compatriots. And so, um, so we 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 wanted that system, but then the only way to achieve that was to have some form of conference system. And and also the Australian teams wanted to have a shot of the finals. So you had all these sort of reasons why, and when you take it into account, you can see why they got there. I think in this case, if you had the top four, uh, New Zealand rugby said probably we're not going to allow minimum teams in there, like because that's probably what Australia would have said. We want at least one of our teams to be able to get into the to the semis, um, like the good old days, and that they would have said no, we're not going to do that. And I think the benefit of having the eight teams means that. Australian teams, if they have a shocker of a year, which is possible, then they'll at least be able to have a respectable sort of, uh, you know, they'll have at least a couple of teams in the, in, in this, in the quarterfinals. But it also allows um, the uh, the minor Pacifica and the Fiji draw to have a shot, which is important for them. So it allows them to come in. Yeah, I'll be honest. My, 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 my uh, option would not have given them a shot. Um, yeah, so and, and me too. Um, I, I wouldn't have done it as well. I just know that, yeah, you can understand why they've got there and it will it covers off those few little negatives, um, but yeah. Yeah, and look, and again, as you say, if we, if we hark back to and just um, to the, when we first got conferences, they decided to go with a very compli- complex conference system um, rather than making it simple, uh, which is what they should have done. What they should have done, actually, basically gone and said it and say South Africa versus Australasia and done yeah. a yeah. NFL-style where you have the NFC and, and um there's a lopsided number of teams, though, on the on each side. So right? what? Because who cares? But you, but you just say, okay, who cares about lopsided number of teams? What we're basically just saying is, you come up with a champion, we'll come up with a champion, and that's your Super Bowl. Oh, I love that's it! Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think rather, that would have been great. Much better than having this three teams from two conferences and five teams from the other two conferences, where yeah, it just got too yeah too crazy to try and understand it. So also Japan um, being in their conference was a was a bit of a weird little flourish of theirs too. True. Um, <laughs> but what were we going to do? You couldn't put them in the New Zealand one. It would have had eleven teams in the or whatever in the conference. That was a bit fucked. But yeah. Well, no, the other way of doing it was to put um, Argentina into the New Zealand conference, but they said no because we want to be able to make the finals. Put put Japan into the Australian conference and then have six teams from South Africa. So you have three conferences of six. That kind yep. of then makes sense. Um, that would have worked. Yeah, that would have worked, but Argentina said no. We don't want to lose every single game. <laughs> yeah, too. Cool yeah. So, yeah. Um, so you kind of get you kind of get why, as you say, it ends up being done by committee, um, which is uh, which is the problem. Anyway, folks, we've overrun as we always do because when I give a guest, because it's always fun to talk rugby. Uh, we'll be back at eight o'clock. We'll look back at the uh, All Blacks game against USA. Uh, that won't take very long. Let's be honest. Um, we'll look forward to the All Blacks game against um, the against Wales. Also, folks. For your ears only, there is a special episode coming out tomorrow where I've had a chat with the Attacking Scrum podcast, who are, not, are a Welsh podcast, um, and uh, we've gone through and talked about uh, Wales and preview. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wales for this game. So, um, if you want to get the Welsh view, become a supporter of uh, New Zealand Sport Radio over at um, patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio. Um, and uh, yeah, as I say, we'll have that um, that special will come out tomorrow. So, thank you, Con. Thank you, everyone who's been in the live chat. Um, have a uh, stay safe, get vaccinated. Let's get back to normal uh, and um, have a great day.